0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Farmers Capital Conversations, bringing you helpful strategies and practical resources to help you invest on and off the farm. If you find value today, don't hesitate to leave us an honest review and share the episode. Yes, this helps us, but more importantly, it could help someone else along their journey. Now let's dive in without further ado.
1: You know, our biggest mission is we help the ag industry um, with tool, uh, we give them tools and strategies not only to lose fat, you know, develop, uh, build muscle, develop a healthy mindset, all while creating a sustainable lifestyle. And we're really truly about that. Like, we're not a quick fix. We're not a part of diet culture. We're really in a, on a mission to really show people, like, hey, you can be healthier. You can do things at home. Like, we teach a sustainable system that you can continue to build upon for the rest of your life.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, our guest is Amanda Nigg, the leader and founder behind Farm Fit Training. She's turned personal adversity, including losing her home to flames, into a powerful journey of self discovery through fitness. With Farm Fit Training, she offers tools and strategies to overcome life's obstacles and embrace health and wellness. Amanda, welcome to Farmers Capital Conversations.
1: I always love it when people start podcasts, they have this speaker voice always loved hearing it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm you
0: gotta, excited. Got to have a nice intro, even though, you know, sometimes it's pretty common. I stumble over my words, but you know, we're genuine on here. We don't edit very much out.
1: Hey, that's okay. That's everybody wants to hear the genuine side, but it's, it's so funny. As soon as you hit play, it's like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we
0: go. It's a show. <laughs> yeah. All right, Amanda. So why is fitness so important to you and the mission of your company?
1: Well, fitness saved me. I'll be honest. I've always been in the fitness space. I mean, I have an undergrad in health promotion and I've always loved fitness, um, more for, I mean, my overall health and I've been very athletic. I've done sports all growing all the way up and into college. And so fitness has been a huge aspect of my life. Um, I think where it really took a flight for me is in 2020. Um, and my reasoning is more different than what people expect you know i mean we all were facing the pandemic we're all going through covid like we all were experiencing that but try losing a home the day before everything was shut down and walking away with absolutely nothing materialistic and then having to try to find a home and you can't go buy stuff because everything's closed you know for the 2 weeks and so it was just yeah my mental health plummeted uh, to be honest, in fitness, I've always wanted to start a fitness business. Like, I mean, that's why I went as an undergraduate went to health promotion. But that was one of those goals where, you know, you, how you have that, that goal in the back of your head that you always want to go after, but it's just got to be that right timing. And it, crazy as it sounds, like me and my husband talk about it all the time. I wouldn't have launched my fitness business if we didn't lose our home. As crazy as that sounds. Because I was comfortable. I was number one in the nation in insurance sales, which was door-to-door, and I loved it. I actually sold farm-to-farm, which, I mean, I would roll up in muck boots and they'd be like, who is this girl driving this Honda Accord <laughs> in the middle of freaking nowhere in the dead of winter and then jumps out in muck boots? Like, who is this girl? And that's actually how I met my husband was uh, one of my clients in the area set us up on a blind date. Um, and the rest was history. I I met him, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going nowhere, and this guy's going nowhere." Like he's mine. please tell me
0: <laughs> you wore the muck boots to the date.
1: No, I actually wore red ah. stiletto heels. Red stiletto heels oh, in the middle. <laughs> like if people know our area, so I live we our farm nest is nestled up in the northeast corner of South Dakota, and it's no man's land. Like we're talking Midwest. Like to see a chicken stiletto heels, you're like, "What the heck is going on?" And I wore these bright ruby red stiletto heels to our first date. And my, my boy, well, Louie at the time looked at me and he's like, oh my God, this girl's going to be <laughs> high maintenance. Like, here we go. But no, we just really vibed and clicked. And like I said, it, it, was, it was crazy because like when I met him, it, it you almost know, like I can't, I can't explain it. When you meet the right person, you just know. And, um, for me, you know, I had a very bustling career, and he was a very successful farmer. He's a fifth generation farmer, and you know, he's running the business, doing his thing, and I had my insurance sales that took me all across the midwest and when we met, it was just kind of like, okay, like i'm I'm moving to South Dakota and not Minneapolis. Here we go
0: <laughs> yeah, that is wild to to think that you met the love of your life, like in an instance like that in your muck boots and then flipping on some red stiletto heels anywhere. Yeah. Really. You just don't see those really very much besides like New York or some, something like that.
1: Well, the but, guys are, I hired band always give me <laughs> or give them crap. They're like, you're high maintenance. And I'm like, I'm not high maintenance. I have my, I earn my own money and do my own thing. It's not like I moved off my husband. We both are very, have our own endeavors and businesses. Um, in doing our own thing, but, um, we just work together. And that's the thing with marriage is it's, it's not, you know, 50, 50 all the time. Um, you know, when you meet the right person, it's, they compliment you. It's, it's not a, you don't need each other, but you want to be with each other. And that was the kind of thing with when I met my husband, Louis is I didn't need him and he didn't need me, but we just wanted to be with each other. So.
0: Yeah makes total sense it seems like the best relationships are operate more of a like a partnership than a need like you said
1: yeah i mean today he's hauling corn and he's like do you want he's like do you want want to haul corn today and i'm like no (laughs) no actually i don't but (laughs) if you need me i can (laughs) no no go get one of the kids to do it they're in school we do make them go to school
0: oh They do. No homeschools are there.
1: I can can teach adults. I can educate adults. But if you put me in a child classroom, I'm out. Like my son had math homework the other day. And the way they're doing math, I had to research it. Like, I mean, I love science and math. And I was a fish out of water on how they're teaching things nowadays. I'm out. No way. (laughs) No homeschooling for me.
0: I get that. I. That happened to me a few years ago with my nephew and niece. It's like, um, I don't know. I think I'm going to relearn this. I think I'm just going to pass the buck on here and um, enjoy my pie. Um, all right, <laughs> we got to get back on track here. So you lost your house in 2020 to flames, and then what was the rebuild like after that? I, I can't we even. We haven't matter.
1: done it yet. We haven't even done it yet. Uh, a lot of people are like, "Gosh, you guys lost your home in 2020, and you guys haven't built yet." And the thing is, like, a lot of people don't understand we built that house from the ground up. Like it was our forever home. We invested a lot of time and energy picking out everything. Like my husband was the general contractor. I mean, we we were a part of that process day in and day out for a year to build that house. And I mean, we planned on retiring there. And, and it just so people know, it wasn't on the main farm. We actually live on the main farm now, but our, our home was a half a mile to the south. And So when that burned down, it it wasn't just like we lost all those materialistic things. There's like so many things we couldn't get back. Like my husband lost his dad um, to cancer, brain cancer in um, the, or it was like in 20 or 2011 or something around there uh, prior to meeting me and some of his memorabilia and stuff that were in the basement. So there was a lot of things that we can never get back from that house fire and so it wasn't just like we lost all this materialist stuff. like try walking out your home like and I encourage everybody to do this look around your home and then walk out of it and imagine you can never walk back in your home you can never walk back and get any of that any of your belongings and like my office was at the house and at the time I sold the insurance and so like my computer uh, we had land deeds from the, the 1900s that were in there when the farm was originally established that you know you can't get that stuff back you can't just go down to the courthouse and request it like you can and so when our house burned down it it was very like I was numb for three days like I, I didn't know how to process it it was like why'd that happen and I want answers like I want to know what caused the fire like to this day we still don't even know what caused the fire um, you wow. know, it started, we, we know it started in the garage and they had four fire marshals because, you know, to lose a complete home, they bring in insurance companies, bring in everybody to try to mm-hmm. nail this down. Cause they're trying to pin it on you. Let's be honest. I hate to say it, but they are. And so they, I mean, nobody could give us an answer. And to this day, that's an answer that we'll probably never know. And, um, it took five local fire departments to try to stop the fire. Five. You know, and and we live in the middle of nowhere, like I told everybody. And so they were calling fire departments that were 45 minutes away trying to get this fire to stop. And then ultimately, they ended up bringing an excavator down the driveway and collapsing the home on itself. So we we literally didn't have anything. My husband was in underwear, like he was in underwear and t-shirt, like him and my oldest were at home because I was taking my youngest to daycare at the time. It was a, the day before the national pandemic, you know, everything was shutting down the next day. And so it was his last day at daycare. And I left the home in gym clothes cause I was gonna work out gym clothes and mug boots. Mug boots. And mug boots. Um, I left the home in gym clothes and mug boots. And um, you know, my husband, if anybody knows my husband, he's, you should follow him on Twitter. Is Barefoot and Farmer. He's very, um, he's witty. I'll just say that, like, you got to be a quick on your feet around him. And so for him, I'm always used to his jokes. But that morning, I he kept calling me as I was going to daycare. And I was just like, okay, I'll answer him once I get my youngest into daycare. And I remember t- picking up the phone and be like, why are you calling me so much? And he's like, the house is on fire. John and I climbed out the master bedroom window. And I was like, this is not a joke. I'm not in the mood. I haven't worked out yet. Like, I'm just not in the mental space to take you on right now. And he repeated himself and just that tone in his voice, it was like, oh my gosh, like the house is on fire. And I remember our daycare was like 15 miles away at the time. And I made it home in eight minutes. So don't ask me my speed because I don't know. And when I pulled up, I remember trying to run back in the house because I knew where the fire exchangers were. And in my mindset, I was like, I can get this out. Like I can get this. And I hit this post and it it knocked me flat on my ass excuse my language but it knocked me flat on my butt and I ran around in the back and when I got to the back like I could hear my husband and my son crying and because they were in the horse barn that was across the yard and I got to the back and the garage was gone and this was in a matter of 15 minutes um and just that that meant to, like my mindset was like if I go in that house, I'm not coming back out. And I, I wouldn't have even the fire department. They, I mean, they were full gear. They had to quit working on the house after 30 minutes. Cause they couldn't even get in because it was so hot and windy. And the wind was just the right direction where it was coming out of the west. And it just pushed that fire all the way through the house. Oh, and no. our whole, like our home, it was a, it was a 4,200 square foot house, on one level and. So it, we had a basement and, a uh, the main level was 4,200 and the basement matched the main level. And then we had a loft. And so, I mean, it was a big house and that whole house burnt down down in less than an hour to tell you how fast it was. I mean, it was it's just insane. It's in, kind of
0: hard to even imagine that.
1: Like, I can't even put it into words. Um, and w- when I see people losing homes and stuff or anything like that, like just like I I never could really really relate until now like it's heart-wrenching when you don't have anything and you have to start all over and it's like okay where do I go like who do like granted be we had an amazing community like social media was a huge blessing we actually had people start a GoFundMe page that I met once in my life um you know and everybody's like oh you had insurance yeah well insurance didn't pay out for six months so you know in that in that time frame, like that was greatly appreciated. That money was instant, where we could start to try to pick up our life and figure out what to do. And um, I, I want to share this story because this this is crazy. We were we were talking about God before we hopped on this uh, and started recording. But I remember the third day, I woke up and I was numb. You know, I'm in a mental state where I just was numb and I couldn't believe it happened. And I remember waking up and. And I got this no, notion to like go back to the house and look for my wedding ring because at the time I didn't have my wedding ring on because um, I, mm. I was going to work out right when I got home. And so I remember walking upstairs and telling my husband and his, and his uncle that I was going to go to the house and look for my wedding ring. And his uncle instantly is like, you're not going to find it. Like, I don't know why you're wasting your time and. And Louie's like, okay, what do I need to do? And I was like, can you call some farm moms and have them meet me there in 30 minutes? And they beat me to the house. Uh, there was like eight women that showed up. And I remember we came with like metal detectors and we're like, okay, we're. I knew where it was at in the master closet. Like I knew the floor plan where it would drop. And so we climb in the basement and we start to shuffle around and the metal detectors are going off like crazy because the whole house was basically metal, you know, put together. Yeah. and. So we couldn't use those. And we started shifting. We started finding costume jewelry. And in the midst of a costume jewelry, one of his cousins pops up and goes, I found it. And there was my wedding set stacked perfectly together, um, burnt to a crisp. Like, I mean, the diamond was actually non-salvageable. The whole set was non-salvageable. But we found it. And this is the eerie part. As soon as we found it, it took us about 45 minutes to find it. Uh, It got so smoky and the fire started up in the house again that we had to climb out of the basement um, and get out of there because we couldn't be there. But while we were there, it was super calm. Like you could hear a pin drop Um, and it was one of the craziest feelings. And that's the sign that I just needed to be like, okay, I can get through this. Like uh, we're going to get through this. We're going to be all right. Like I don't, we're not going to get answers on why this happened, but hey, we're going to get through it.
0: Yeah. It's also amazing that the sense of community, all of you pulling together that had to have been so helpful.
1: Yeah. I mean, the ad committee is always great about helping each other. We really are. Like you see so many things on internet where like a farmer's going through cancer or some mental crisis, not even mental crisis, like a cancer heart attack or, you know, a medical emergency. And you always see these big like a bunch of people coming together and getting their crop out or planting their crop. And so that's the one thing that, I mean, I didn't grow up in ag. That's a lifestyle I married into. I didn't know anything about agriculture and I'll be the first to tell you, my sons know way more than me, but um, it's a, we really are a community in supporting each other. Um, And it was very prevalent when we were going through that, that, Hey, this community is pretty freaking awesome. And actually what led me to launching my fitness business, um, going into that is it's a community that I wanted to help.
0: So, so how did you transition through that catastrophic event into, you know, back probably more into the community, maybe living with them, hopping around and then ultimately launching this, this fitness journey. Can you walk us through that process?
1: Well, for me, it was more, um, I was struggling. Uh, I'll be the first to admit, 2020 rocked my world um, between the pandemic and our home. And mentally, I was at my lowest state. Like, I wasn't suicidal. And I'll I'll be the first to admit that. But I was pretty low. Like, I mean, I'd wake up and just start crying. And my gym was in our home. Like, I had a very nice, very nice, uh, like, garage gym. And so I lost everything. in, In 2020, you couldn't get gym equipment. Like that was mission mm, impossible. Yep. And so my husband got super creative and would bring me tires, would bring me like old pieces of equipment to use for weights. And so I started working out and I actually changed my handle on social media to farm fit mama at that time because I started posting these workout routines that I was doing with these piece of junk rusty equipment and tires that were completely worn out and everybody started asking me they're like well what are you doing like what program are you doing and I'm like well I'm doing my own and they're like okay and so I was like well heck I'll I'll host a couple challenges so in March or in May of 2020 I did a planking challenge and I had 800 farmers across the United States it was a month-long challenge participate in this like we're talking UK Australia even where they were planking on tractors. I mean, I had a guy planking on a cow, a bison. I mean, it it just (laughs) went super global. And it just opened my eyes to that massive need of, you know, physical health in the agriculture community. And so for me, fitness has always been a space where I could work on my own mental health. And I wanted to bring that to agriculture. And so I did a couple more challenges, you know, kind of testing the water to seeing like, hey, can this actually work? Like, is this needed? And it was so was needed. It was very prevalent that it was needed. And so later that year, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back to school. I went and got certified as a personal trainer and nutrition coach. Um, I do have a lot more certifications now, but I went back to school and I took this um, apprenticeship where it taught you how to run an online business. And then February 5th of 2021, I opened the doors. Um, I officially took on clients and um you know I, I i'll never forget that feeling when i opened the doors i was like is people going to trust me like are they going to actually want to do my program where it's minimum equipment you know you don't need a lot of equipment to be successful in this and you know obviously it's on a farm cuz that's the lifestyle i live and in addition to that these are quick and effective workouts like they're 15 to 25 minutes long like i'll humble you in 15 to 25 minutes but you know that's the mindset of our 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 industry, for example, is like, if I approached you with an hour-long workout, would you do it? No. You know, but if I approached you with a 15 to 25-minute workout that would humble you, but then you can get back to what you were doing, would you look at it? Absolutely. And so it's really tailored to the agriculture space where it's like you're getting a program that's meant for our community, and it's meant to be able to be a space where you can impact not just your physical transformation, but also your mental transformation and that's really where the ideal farm fit training came about and where where it's going it's just it keeps getting bigger and bigger every year so i'm super blessed to be on this path and again i definitely would not have been on it without uh, losing our home as as crappy as that sounds like it wouldn't have been that push that i needed in that redirection because i was comfortable insurance i mean i was cruising in insurance and very comfortable where i was at and it just it needed that that big change or redirect to get me to be able to look at a different view and be like, okay, wait, let's try this and see where this goes.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, there's that saying, burning the boats, but I guess in your instance, Amanda, it was just burning the house, which sounds... I've never heard that. It's a joke, but I mean, it's, you haven't oh. heard that saying, <laughs> burning the boats?
1: No, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I lived a shelter life. <laughs>
0: And I was just thinking of um, 800 farmers across the world planking on cows. <laughs> yeah.
1: I-, I mean, they got a super competitive. Agriculture is competitive community. <laughs> I mean, they would see like, for example, I had millennial farmer, Zach. He was one of them that planked on a tractor. And a bunch of people saw him plank on a tractor and they're like, oh, I got this. And so then the next day it was like people were planking on barns and, and bison and cows. And it just like kept escalating into a bigger deal where it's like, where can I plank in the most unique place that's going to outdo the person from before? Because I always shared it to my stories. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I shared the top 15 through the day. And so it was kind of, it got super competitive. Um, and I do cool. have like a halftime video too. Like if anybody ever wants to see it, it's on my my Instagram page. It, it was like the halftime mark, the 15, 15 day mark. I put a reel together. And it's quite comical. If you want to go watch it, um, I mean, you'll see the the tractors, the barn, the cattle, the bison, <laughs> all of it.
0: Yeah, I'll have to go check that out. So back back to the Farm Fit training. So is all of the programming within Farm Fit? Is it, or can people go through it with just the equipment around the farm, or do they need barbells and things like that?
1: Well, I mean, barbells would obviously make it easier uh, for fitness sake, but I mean, no, it's not a stipulation. I I've had a gal go through my whole program. She's actually one of my original OGs. She's been with me since I opened the, opened my doors to farm fit training. And she went through my, um, one-on-one coaching program using buckets of oats. And she lived at the time, you know, it's February 5th, 2021. She lived up in Canada and in the middle of nowhere, and she had no access to gym equipment, so she would literally go scoop buckets of oats in these 5 pal buckets, and we'd weigh it on the cattle scale. And then how we adjust the weight is we would put water in it, and then she would go feed it to her chickens three days later, and she had an amazing transformation. So, I mean, you don't necessarily need gym equipment to be successful. I mean, you literally just need to walk out your farm, your doors, and look across your farm. And you can find anything to use as a weight. It just really takes a little creativity. And I always tell people this too, is like a farmyard is a crossfit haven. Like you could get any type of equipment and use it as weights. It just takes that little creativity. And so that's really the the ground for farm fit training is like, yeah, you don't need weights. You don't need equipment. Yes. Do we recommend it? Obviously, Yes. Um, you know, I do have barbells and I do use like the war bell, for example. Um, that's a a piece of equipment that my friend created. That's actually what we did, uh, back in uh, 2022, we collaborated with John Deere, um, on a piece of equipment called the war bell. Um, that program, when it launched, it was, it went crazy. Uh, we had fi- we had to cap it for 500 people and we were sold out within three days. And it's this wow. piece of, and it's on my story too, if anybody's curious what this Warbell thing looks like. It's painted John Deere green. Um, and that was one of the reasons John Deere sponsored us in 2022 was they love the aspect that we're making our community healthier, ha- happier, healthier individuals. Um, and it's just a whole different approach to mental health. So it was really cool. It was an awesome campaign.
0: Yeah. What does the war belt look like?
1: I can't, I can't explain it. It's like a, it's, it's green and it has like multiple ways you can hold it. Um It was created by um, Iron Warrior USA. They actually, their boundary is only 45 minutes away from my house, our farm. And um they created this the founder of it is cory anderson and he created the war belt in 2020 when you couldn't find gym equipment because their foundry, you know was still operating and they're like how can we help people get more gym equipment and so that's actually when he created it and it's so versatile like it, it comes in three sizes it comes in a 35 55 and a 75. i have all three sizes um i use the 75 and 55 probably the most but For the John Deere campaign in twenty twenty two, we used the thirty five war thirty five pound war bell, and um literally that's all you needed for that program. It was a thirty day program using that war bell, and it went through upper body, lower body. We showed them how to do it with hit workout, and so they didn't need anything outside of the program except the war bell. So it was a complete package, and I mean people to this day are still requesting that we bring it back. They're like, when are you bringing that program back? Like. How do we get access to it? Like, I have this Warbell that I want to use, but I don't know how to use it. And so that was one of the things launching for training is I do have my own app. It it is in the Apple Store. Don't download it. Uh, You've got to be accepted into it. But um, the Warbell program was built out into the app where you got description on how to use it and then also form videos. And that's the biggest thing with fitness is, like, when you're going into fitness, you're going to suck in the beginning. Everybody sucks when they started fitness. You know, even when I started my, truly I started my fitness journey in 2020 or 2017. It was after two C-sections. I was that uncomfortable mom in my own skin, you know, struggling with my own identity. And I dove into fitness using a CrossFit program. And so it was one of those things where fitness, like I said, it's always been that space for me to really um, tap into my inner bed, badass and so yeah it was it was just really cool to be able to partner with like for example a titan in the industry um and for them to even notice us and be like you know what you guys are impacting the agriculture industry and not just farmers and farm wives but we work with everybody in the ag so like we're talking bankers you know if you work at a a lending or if you are a john deere employee like Anybody in the ag space can join that program. And that's another thing too is like all my coaches that I have in farm fit training right now, um, we're all tied to ag. Every single person in my in my um back end and in my circle is we're all ag. Like Tracy Johnson is a farm wife out of Illinois, Jamie Pearson's a farm wife out of Texas, Anna Marie actually does insurance, a uh, crop insurance, and she does um drone spraying. Uh, for agriculture, for agronomy, and she's out of Ohio, so we're all ag. Like we understand this industry because we all live, eat it, breathe it every single day.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah, that community is something else. I sometimes I regret leaving the ag industry for for so long, and I find myself now, you know, getting back into it through the learnings that I've had over the past three years. And similar to you, you know, seeing how much. Benefit the ag community could could really benefit from as far as physical and mental health and yeah so it, as we look to the future Amanda you've had a very transformational journey here um, from COVID in 2020 you lost your house for six months you didn't have any insurance money the community came together to rally behind you going in finding that. Semi-destroyed wedding ring, and then yeah. transforming yourself and your community into this farm fitness journey—it's—it's it's ins- inspirational to say the least. And mm, thank you. I just want to say a thank you for for this and having the bravery and the courage to like step up and do this because I think it's something that's not there's not a lot of people out there promoting physical and mental health in the ag community, and I think. Um it's very, very needed and we and you're a positive driving force behind that. So Abe, appreciate you. Where can people get a hold of you to get to know you and the program more?
1: Um, I have a website. It's farmfitmama.com. Um, it's M O M M A. Um, they can hands down check out the website. We do have a couple, I'll I'll drop some tasters or te- little hints. Um We do have a couple digital programs coming out that people can purchase right off the website. One on one coaching, it is first come, first serve. We, oh, I'm going to be 100% transparent here. Like, we always get more applications than we can take on as clients. Um, Hands down, I mean, we get like 300, 400 applications for 60 spots. So it's, it's a very competitive sought after but, um, we do, we are opening that back up in December. I'm not for sure when this is going to air. Um, we open one-on-one coaching three times a year. And, um, as far as the digital products, I mean, those will be coming out here in the next couple of months that people can purchase and kind of get a taste of what we're about in, in our mission. I mean, our biggest mission is, you know, we're here, we, and I always, I have my mission statement on the website, but you know, we, I, and I say we because it's definitely there's four of us that are all certified coaches in this. And we're also we're not just certified personal trainers and nutrition coaches. We're also certified mental health. Um, and that's really unique, too, as a fitness business is I made sure all my coaches were certified into mental health. And, you know, our biggest mission is we help the ag industry um, with tool. Uh, we give them tools and strategies not only to lose fat, you know, develop, uh, build muscle, develop a healthy mindset all while creating a sustainable lifestyle. And we're really truly about that. Like we're not a quick fix. We're not a part of diet culture. We're really in a, on a mission to really show people like, Hey, you can be healthier. You can do things at home. Like we teach a sustainable system that you can continue to build upon for the rest of your life. And this is not just, just because you get into one-on-one coaching and you're with us for 12 weeks doesn't mean your journey stops. It continues on and there's other things you can go into. And so we're all mm-hmm. about longevity and not that quick fix. And I think that's the biggest thing in our space right now is like everybody, you know, there's great programs out there that throw those statistics in your face. They're like, oh, you know, 40, like 40% of agriculture is suicidal. Like we're leaving the cause in suicidal rates. Yes, we are. We are. Cause like our industry, we're the world's biggest gamblers. Like, let's be honest. And, it's not just farmers i mean bankers i mean we're, we're gamblers like we pay attention to markets crop prices we gamble when it comes to weather and so that's the thing is it's just like so many people shove those statistics down your face and it's like okay instead of giving statistics or telling people to call this one 800 number let's do a whole different approach and let's help people with a physical transformation that's going to impact their mental transformation and it's going to be something that's going to be a long term and it's not gonna be a fix it's gonna you're gonna become that stronger version of yourself in that process, and that's really where we are grounded in the whole mission behind farm fit training is we want everybody in our space to be um a happier, healthier individual and not just look at uh, at our program of oh, I'm only with you guys for twelve weeks, well, trust me, we have other stuff that you can go into after twelve weeks, but you know, like let's set you up and get you off, you know. Um, for example, Tracy Johnson, before she became a coach with me, she applied to one-on-one coaching and um, she was on antidepressant pills. She was on high blood pressure medication and she was able by focusing on her physical transformation, you know, eating right, fueling her body to be functioning at its ultimate best. Like it totally transformed her where she's not on you know high blood pressure meds. She's not on antidepressant pills, and now she's a coach amazing with us. So I mean, we have we have tons of testimonials like that. we amazing. We'll just have this huge transformation, and are still. I mean, out of that original twenty five, I do have to say this. Out of that original twenty five that signed up with me in February of twenty twenty one, and I'll be the first to tell you guys, I didn't know what I was doing in February of twenty twenty one. And there's still days I'm like, what the heck am I doing here? Um, but out of that original 25, I still have 19, um, that are wanting to be a part. We have a ninja tribe called legacy that they're a part of and, um, are still plugging away, transforming. I mean, one of the guys actually have lost 180 pounds. He was 400 pounds when he started my program and he is now down 180 pounds, um, in two years. Like that's awesome. That's amazing.
0: It's it's truly really wild what you can do um, with some of these programs and yeah Amanda it's a, keep doing what you're doing keep making this impact it's obviously very successful I don't have to tell you that you know that and totally interested huge fan of Amanda's work and please check out her stuff you can find her farm fit mama on Instagram probably just give her a quick Google too and you'll find all of her stuff but Amanda thank you so much for coming on I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. To everyone, hope you find some gold nuggets today and truly do hope you go out, find Amanda, see what she's up to online and look for another episode next week. All right, see y'all.